With the return of Fabian Lovett and Jared Verse, and especially Jordan Travis, FSU's S&P Plus preseason ranking by Bill Colony over ESPN has FSU just inside the top 10. Talking about that, that and more on today's edition of Locked On Seminoles. Dave, let's ride. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Drake here, and today in the stream yard, I got my boy, Mr. David Wise. Davey, what's going on, my guy? Drake, we are so far from college football, it is alarming. I know, it's upsetting, but folks, please, thank you. we want to thank each and every single one of you for making us your first person each and every single day, and as always, please don't forget to like this video, hit the subscribe button at the tippy tippy top, and ding the little bell so you know when new content drops. But Dave, enough about that. Talk about FSU football. While you said we are about, what, six months away, but we need still need to keep talking about it, but especially all national media is talking about this team right now. Uh, Bill Connolly, for those who don't know, he's over at ESPN. He has the S&P Plus advanced metric that he has every single season for preseason rankings. And as of, I think, a few days ago, I think it was the 14th when it was officially dropped, Florida State, Due to his returning production of players like a Fabian Lovett, a Jared Verse, and Jordan Travis, is actually number 11 in the country in between USC and also ahead of Clemson, which would be surprising with a rating overall at 11th overall, 26 on offense. Dave, do you know where he actually has ranked on defense? Yeah, it's it, eighth, eighth on defense and 26 on offense. That's obviously the starting point of this conversation. Um, Bill, you got you to gotta do something with your... Your little formula, I think, because I don't know. You can turn the, the, the t- on its turn it on its axis this okay. way, but um, Bill, watch FSU football uh, formula is not working here. Uh, the offense is better than the defense. I I regret to inform you. I there was a really good explanation that Bud Elliott did on this over the I think it was over winter on the Nullcast where he talked about like why S and P had FSU's defense ahead of its offense in 2022. And I don't remember the exact explanation, but I, I mean, it, it seems it seemed like he agreed and, and it seems everybody agrees. Florida State's offense is better than its defense. Anybody knows that. Anybody who's ever watched it knows that. Um, so just what's confusing to me is mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a model that projects into next year, I'm assuming, because it's the yes. 2023 preseason ranking. Yeah, it's taking a lot of the returning production into value. That's kind of why you see like teams yeah. like Notre Dame dropping. Oklahoma's also dro- like actually rising up because of players coming in. And you see teams like Kentucky, who were actually I think, in the top 15 last year. I think they're number 24. Right. But, Will but that that still doesn't make sense, Greg, because Florida State, tell me this. Where did Florida State lose its most important player this offseason? uh defense yeah jamie robinson yeah yeah who did florida state lose on offense exactly the homie dylan gibbons the great okay. guy yep viking cardia yep. wearing sunglasses wearing graduate come on now who, who else ontario wilson who else now i see now i didn't see that now oh trishon, trishon ward okay who else okay you, okay I, I, I get the point dave 
Yeah, Florida State lost nothing on offense. Not to not to belabor the point here. Everybody's coming back. That's why this team is a darling going into next year. So to look at this and see Florida State ranked uh, twenty, the hell did I say twenty sixth on offense? I don't know what to tell you. Uh, this is going to be one of the five best offenses in the country. Um, if you go over and look at the F plus rankings on Football Outsiders, which is another advanced. Uh, advanced metrics website they have us as the 14th best offense and the 35th best defense that feels closer to me uh to reality and and f plus incorporates S, sp plus into its mm -hmm. rankings last year the sp plus had us ended at 27 this is the perspective where you hear ended at 27 starting the season 11 clearly they're expecting a big jump from florida state just flip-flop the offensive defense i think i think it's just more also that you have to also look and take into account like other other teams like teams in the country right now right i think that's kind of more where i don't think it's necessarily saying that the defense is substantially better than the offense i think it's kind of also saying that you kind of see right now what calls football where defenses don't limit teams to like 20 or less points anymore that's just not the way offense offenses are kind of schemed away around their defenses right so to me I think it's more that means the defense is probably one of the top more top units in the country or returning players wise, like you said, we said they added Fentrell Cypress for defensive backs, they added Braden Fish, they add Daryl Jackson. They're adding a lot of players in addition to returning production of players like a hopefully fully healthy Jared versus Fabian Lone for an entire season. Offensively, though, I will agree with you. I do think this could be a, at the bare minimum a top ten offense in the country. So I would like to see that higher. And then I think in the next time we'll talk about it, but to me, I think it goes more towards out of all the teams you see right now, out of the 133 teams you see in the S&P Plus, how many would you actually pick ahead of Florida State? And actually, we'll talk about that in our next segment. But first, we talk about friends over at FanDuel, folks. FanDuel is just, you know, it's a wonderful partner. They're the official for, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook actually for the, for the NBA. And the midway point of the NBA is actually season is here. And now is the perfect time to download, download FanDuel. America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet now up to $1,000. Right? That's $1,000. That's one with three zeros. And, <laughs> and bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to learn more. Because, folks, make every moment matter more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And, Dave, we're back. We're rocking and rolling here on Lockdown Sounds. I want to thank each and every single one of you for making us your first listen each and every single day. But, Dave, as I think we, I think we did this exercise, I think, back in December, Look at these S you can look at these SB Plus rankings. You have teams like a Penn State, Tennessee, LSU, Oregon. For some reason, I don't understand it every year. Texas is ahead of us as well. Out of all the teams right now, ranking-wise, where do you think actually FSU slots in between these? Because right now, there's a lot of CFP hopefuls, and there's also a lot of posers right now in this top 25. So I kind of wanted to ask you, where does FSU, where should FSU slot around here? Well, look, here's, here's the thing. Um, if Florida State... Let me, ask you the, let me ask you this question. If Florida State's defense is better than its offense next year, does that mean that our defense suddenly became like Georgia level elite? Or does that mean our offense didn't meet its expectations in your mind? 
I am with the belief that this offense, even if it just stays the same heading into next season, is still going to be a top 10 offense. So if like the defense is better, and I think the defense will be consistently better, especially with the additional help that they got through the portal, that to me believes that we, that we talked to Lester about how, like, how great is great, but this could be an elite defense if it's actually better than our offense. Great. Didn't answer my question at all, though. If the defense is better than the offense, does that mean the offense underperformed or the defense massively overperformed? I'll go with the latter. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I, I, I just don't see that. So the teams above Florida State, though, are, are what confused me because we're ahead of Clem, Clemson. Clemson. I thank you for the listener comment. It is not Clemson with a Z. Clemson. Sorry about that. Um, Teams, teams right behind us, like Clemson. That makes sense to me. Um, right ahead of us, though, you have USC. I don't think USC could stop anybody from scoring 50 points. So, you know, if you're saying that Florida State is going to have a, a, an elite offense, which S&P is not saying, and I think that's why we're not above some of these teams. Like, I think if this accurately, you know, if this accurately looked at our offense, like, it's it, it, I'd be really hard pressed to believe that Florida state runs the 28th best offense in the country next year, 26th, whatever the hell it is. It's it, if it's, if it's 26th or 28th, whatever Florida state's offense didn't do well enough. And our team didn't perform well enough. And our season didn't go like we thought it would be like we thought it would. And like it should. So, you know, that, that's the thing USC, their defense is so bad. I, Florida state should be more well-rounded and better than them. Um, Texas, I don't know, man. I, I never know what we're going to get from Texas. Like one of these years, they're going to be good again. Because if you throw enough money at a problem, eventually you're probably going to fix it. But until that happens, why are we buying this story every year? Um, Oregon's the same story as USC. They don't play defense. Then we get to a team like LSU. That's, that's the thing. We're going to learn exactly how good this Florida State team is. We're going to learn a lot about its offense versus a good defense. And its defense versus a good offense. Right away next year against LSU. So, you know, you start to go above that on the list and you could split hairs. Like, I don't think Tennessee is going to be better. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just don't think Tennessee is going to be better, given that that offense is going to experience a fall off and their defense wasn't great to begin with. So mm -hmm. other, than, other than that, you know, you can I think it's fair to have opinions about the rest of the teams above Florida State on that list. But if our offense is top 10 like it was last year and they're saying our defense is going to be top 10. That makes us a top five team. No, I agree with that. But I also remember, I think with this initial list, it does do the return production. I know you asked originally, like that's kind of where the big thing is. A lot of these teams are retaining all their players. Like example, USC is number three offensive wise. Caleb Williams won the Heisman last year. That's basically your entire offense. You lose Jordan Addison, but you still have a lot of wide receivers in the wings, right? Georgia obviously is going to be Georgia. Ohio State, they did lose CJ Stroud. So that's kind of where... I understand the offense for training production-wise. That doesn't work out, so that's kind of where I disagree a little bit. But if you look at players that actually did lose an offense, you lose an Ontario Wilson who had 500 yards of offense, and you're not going to be relying on a Winston Wright Jr. who hasn't played football in over a year and a half due to an injury. Then you also have Trayshawn Ward you know, also off the roster. That's 630 yards you have to replace to as well. So to me, I think with the way it's set up right now, I just more believe that it's, it's taking into, a, to, into account, probably too heavily into account, players that FSU is losing offensively, Whereas on defense, yes, you lose Jamie Robinson, but you also replace a Jamie Robinson with the Fentrell Cypress, who was the number one corner in the entire conference, which kind of like doesn't cancel it out by any means, 
but it does soften the blow significantly for that. And you also add Braden Fisk, like I said before, Daryl Jackson. But I so I think that actually I believe his offense will actually probably probably stay exactly the same overall because we did because I have no reason to believe there will be a regression. So in my personal opinion, if the defense does rank higher than them, it's mainly because of the new players that we have on defense, basically permitting Adam Fuller to play his full scheme, his full playbook. That's why yeah. I actually believe the defense will be substantially better than the offense. Could be if they're substantially better than the offense next year. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, that 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 that's all right, but. I did that. I did that because I'm about because I just got pissed off. If if the theory is what did I do? Not not at what you did at this oh, list. Okay. Now I'm actually pissed off at this list. Drake, they have Florida as the 20th best team going into next year with the 22nd best offense and the 34th best defense. Okay, Drake. If the thought is that returning production matters for purposes of this list, do you want to tell me, guess where Florida is ranked in returning offense? Probably outside the top 90. Yeah, 103rd. Guess where they are in returning defense? Oh, they lost some good players. Probably like top, probably like 115. 91st. They're returning nobody. And yet they think Florida is going to get better than they were last year. I yeah. Mean, uh, no, hold on. I mean, I will ask. I mean, like, how how much of an impact do you think actually actually Anthony Richardson actually no longer being the QB actually could have affected that team? Because mainly that team was a very dangerous for running first team, and with Trevor Etienne, that kid's still there. Yes. So is Montel Jordan, but they yeah. did lose Osiris Torrance, who's going to be a first round guard. So exactly. that also that doesn't make sense either. Sorry, I'm like playing it out of my head. It's so that is kind of interesting. We can't say this is about returning production because it's not, or else Florida would not be anywhere near the top 20 of this list. That's just the reality of the situation. Florida State returns everybody. We were already a a borderline top 10 team, so that makes sense where we are. Florida was really, really bad, and they're returning nobody, which could be a good thing if you're a bad team, except that it's not when you're replacing Anthony Richardson, who, for the love of God, I don't understand, all these draft analysts are like gushing over. That's going to be a flop of epic proportions. I'll well, take him to be honest with you. Either, too, but yeah. I would take him in the fourth round as a flyer. Anywho, um, but regardless, it's not that you're losing Anthony Richardson to me. It's who you're replacing him with. You're replacing him with the worst quarterback in the transfer class of all Power 5 teams. Nobody landed a worse quarterback in the transfer portal. Nobody at a Power 5 school is replacing a good quarterback with a worse quarterback. It ain't going to work out for them. So to say on that list, on, on this SP list, that Florida's offense will be 22nd in the country and its defense is going to be 34th, I will go ahead and tell you right now, I can guarantee you Florida's defense is going to be better than its offense, and it ain't going to be close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. You, over, you see, it's funny how you see Miami also is 42nd, but you see their offense at 55th. That's, I think that's still a little bit too high. Their defense... Their defense does make a little more sense, but also like their defense is going to stop a nosebleed last year against us or a Duke or a Middle Tennessee State. But folks, we'll talk. About, we'll actually talk more about this actually in our next segment. But if you're first, a word from our sponsors. Okay, Dave, it's the end of the show. As a tradition, I'm going to hand the ball off to you. How do you want to land this thing? Okay, I'm not done talking about this. Now I'm good and pissed off. All right, I don't understand this list. I don't understand this formula. I d- Florida State around 11th feels right like you know but but just the way we're getting there the way sp plus is getting there i really don't like 
and I, I, I don't, I can't like something I don't understand, Drake. I just don't understand it. Miami's defense was better than its offense last year. I could tell you that. Just, yeah, they gave up a million points. They also didn't score any points. Tyler Van Dyke became like the worst quarterback in the ACC last year. And then they rolled out two other guys who incredibly were much, much, much worse. So, you know, to think that their offense is going to be ahead of a defense that was markedly better than its offense last year. Um, meanwhile, Miami returns. Yeah, they don't return anything on offense. Yeah, that's probably for the best for them. But but on yeah, defense, yeah, we'll be honest, yeah, you know, that, that proves the point here. They're 18th in the country in returning defense. So what the hell is this list all about? What is SP Plus really all about? If we're talking about returning production, then Miami should be ranked much higher on defense, and Florida should be ranked much lower in general, both offense and defense. And Florida State should be one of the top five teams in the country if, if returning production is really heavily weighted in this. If it's not, if it's not really heavily weighting returning production, then I don't understand how SB Plus is forward-looking. Um, or if this is just saying, like, if they played today, this is what we think would happen. Because the reality is, with all these preseason rankings, it's just a giant guessing game. You know, like, nobody knows what ranking Florida State is going to be for its offense or what ranking UTEP is going to be for its defense. Like, nobody knows that. Nobody knows how any of these, like, G5 recruits are going to perform. Like, some of them are going to be good. Most of them probably won't. Um, but it's... It's giving us stuff to talk about here, Drake. It's got me pissed off here in the morning. And um, yeah, I, I'm just glad to see. It's just really refreshing to see, regardless of how pissed off we are about the formula or like whether the offense is ahead of the defense or anything like that. It's really good to see a consensus among even the advanced stats now. See Florida State as the kind of team that all the talking heads are on Twitter and on ESPN and stuff saying Florida State's going to be really good, potential playoff darling. When you have that, like the subjective, the normative, the people saying this is what should happen, it's really good when you see like numbers backing it up, regardless of how much I just criticized them all. Yeah, I'm about to say, only you would find a way to basically poo-poo on an advanced measure that has FSU as a top 10 overall team. <laughs> Miami has a top 20 team, and I can't. Or Florida? Florida? As a top 20 team. So is Texas A&M. They're 17 with the 51st way to offense. <laughs> the more you say it, the more this list. But no, I mean, seriously, it's, it's, I mean, it's really early. It's sitting is dropped in February. I know he drops the second one in May and June, and then he drops the last one before he starts in August. I mean, his tempo and it's opponent adjusted. It's, it's mainly more predicted to see what would happen to teams play today. So, I mean, overall, I get the frustration, but, but like you just said, national media is talking about this Florida State team as a borderline top 10 or even more a top 10 team with the number one returning production, production in the country with 87% of the production returning from 2022 and 2023. And folks, we hope you return each and every single day to your number one Florida State Simple Sports podcast. Now, Dave, as always, please send us home. Yes, thank you everybody for listening. We love you and we appreciate you. We could not do this without you. I will say it every time because it's true. For our podcast, find us anywhere you find your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play, other places. I don't know. For the YouTube, please give the video a like if you would. It takes two seconds, and we really appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. 
ding the little bell, turn your notifications on, find out when our episodes drop, and leave us a comment. Please just trash SP Plus for this. I, whether just just are you happy with Florida State's ranking? Why is it so stupid that our offense is ranked behind our defense? Why is Florida anywhere near the top twenty? I want to hear it all. Vent, vent away. Join Dave in the vending because I'm not going to lie to Dave is trying to convince me to otherwise. And he'll probably tell me the same thing when we cut the show. But for Dave, this is Drake. And we'll see you all next time on Locked on Seminoles. Take care, everybody. Don't off.